a lot of people just don't realise what a really serious issue this is. I love the fact that you're very solution-based. I love the fact that you're looking at the root cause of why so many people are sicker, weaker emotionally, physically. Don't make a lot of sense. If we want a healthy planet, we can't poison ourselves at the same time. I kid you not, within six weeks, completely gone, my hip bone, never come back. Unbelievable. And I, it was a real wake-up call for me. Our bodies are always giving us clues and we ignore them. And so many times we can fall for that argument that it's genetic. Thing is, is everyone can start somewhere. Just try the five, you know, just start with one at a time and see how you feel. Because the magic is, is once you start doing one, you're like, okay, now I do the next one. And then you start to go, well, you know, I wish I would have known this X, Y, Z ago. But that's the thing is I've started to realize that all this stuff is very simple. Just a little intro from me. You are going to love this video. I have just finished recording with Matt from Cold Fate Elevate. If you haven't checked out his channel, you certainly will be by the end of this interview. Matt is someone that I have been watching his content over the last couple of years through all his channel deletions because he is so on my wavelength. What he's sharing, natural solutions, everything from electroculture to amazing superfoods that can get us all back in balance in ways that the master controllers don't want us to. So check out this interview. Make sure you stay right to the end. Please like and sh subscribe and share. And please do also see the links below to both our Rumble channels because you need to see some of the content on there as well. And just for everyone who's listening, um, the link to the Cultivate Elevate shop. I really, really, really love the quality of these products and the uniqueness of them. So Matt and Nicole, check out their link below for the Cultivate Elevate. And anyone um, using code Catherine will get 10% off their order. So get some of the things in stock. We all need them. We need to protect ourselves. We need to protect our animals. Um, if you need any advice, you can talk to Matt and Nicole at Cultivate Elevate about how to use them or feel free to contact me. And I'm going to be sharing my story of how I've been using them with myself and some of my, my animals as well. So I hope you enjoy this as much as I did. I absolutely love this. This has to be right up there with the top interviews that I've done. Thank you. I am so happy to be here today with a new guest on my channel, but not a new guest to me because Matt, I have been following your content for so long. So for those of you that haven't seen, this is Matt Roski from Cultivate Elevate. How are you doing, Matt? Nice to be here and I'm doing great. Fantastic. Well, I think probably quite a lot of my viewers will know who you are. Um, but, you know, some of the things I love about your content most is I love the fact that you're very solution based. I love the fact that you're looking at the root cause of why so many people are sicker, weaker emotionally, physically. Um, looking at how to really educate and empower people and give them a different side of the, of the equation. And really moving from a fear state to a solution state, which is probably why you're one of the most sensitive people on the channels, all the social media channels. So tell us a little bit about yourself for people that haven't seen you before. So I'm Matt and I'm the uh, owner of Cultivate Elevate and I had a lot of health issues. You know, I used to have tonsil 
issues. I used to have acne. I used to have skin issues. I used to be bloated. I used to be tired, lethargic, you name it, all the different things in which we're told. And it was interesting because I was told that it, it was genetic and I was just getting older. That's what they told me. And this was when I was 25, which was funny. So I was like, I've barely been here for barely 25 years, but you know, this is what they were telling me and nothing really added up, you know, and I couldn't kind of understand it. And so what I started to realize is the professionals that I was talking to only had five hours of nutrition and 10 years of schooling. Yeah. So when I'm asking them about, you know, how to help heal something, they never talked about nutrition. They would always try to just give me some new, you know, fancy pill and whatever else. So I thought this doesn't make a lot of sense. And in 2019 or 2018, around that time, watch a documentary called GMOs Revealed, which was 22 hours long. And this documentary showed me that our food is being used in a different purpose. It's not the same food as 1902 or any of that time frame anymore. There's a lot of pesticides, chemicals, and toxins and all these things. And Monsanto has a big, you know, big hand in that. But when I started learning all this, I started changing my diet, I started changing things up. I started eating all organic. I started going out in nature. I started connecting more, you know, hiking and barefoot grounding and things like that. And then learning about different superfoods that I can help heal my body. And instantaneously, all my issues that I was suffering from pretty much went away. And I was like, wow, that was, it was very simple. You know, just removing the toxins out of my terrain dictate my health. And then so as Cultivate Elevate was created, it was created for also creating additional solutions to the stuff that we face because we're always put in this fear state. You know, anytime you go to the professional, they're like, oh, you know, it's you're getting older and it's, it's uh, you know, you're, you're just falling apart. And it's like, it's, it's, it's not like that. If we start to address the a root cause, we can heal ourselves and elevate ourselves as a whole. And it's fascinating because when I got into learning about natural remedies, Natural remedies were outlawed in 1910 with the Flexner Report. When they started outlawing anybody who did natural healing, they were defunded. So, you know, we don't have a connection to beautiful, you know, Mother Earth and healing because of the fact that over time, the system has programmed us that we need chemicals and toxins. But that's just going to make us worse and then give us a billion other side effects. So in a nutshell, you know, I'm all about solutions. I'm about removing the fear and about figuring out how we can elevate our homes, our health, and our terrain. I absolutely love it. And we're going to go through each of these. And picking up on one of the things you say, I have to laugh because, you know, on this journey, we have to sort of let go of a lot of our ego. And about 20 years ago, when I was studying herbal medicine, my grandma, I thought I was being so clever, Matt, because I was coming up with all the medicinal properties and how to use them. And my grandma knew it all. She knew it all. And she didn't have a degree in it. She just, you know, they'd been brought up. And not only did they know how to use all the stuff that was around them in their environment, but they knew how to preserve it. They knew, you know, the different ways to use it for different age groups. It was fantastic. So I love the fact that we're trying to reclaim, you know, we often talk about this remembering and really going back to basics. And I'm lucky enough to do most of my work with, well, I, I work with humans, but I do most of my work with animals and they teach us so so much but unfortunately so many people are caught in that cycle of misinformation and this is why we need people like you to actually just sort of say look take a step at a time it's not as hard as we've been made to think it is so one of the things let, let's start with the GMOs because I think still a lot of people just don't realize what a really serious issue this is and how many repercussions there are about what is in our food chain now. Can you give us a little bit of an update on that? 
Of course. So a GMO or a gene-altered food is a food that has been created and has been patented, and they can actually sue you for property rights, which mm -hmm. gets crazy with this whole topic. But basically, it's a gene-altered food. They've made it resistant to pesticides and chemicals, so they can spray an abundant amount of pesticides and chemicals on that food. Over 4 billion pounds of pesticides are sprayed on the planet because of GMOs. So it's interesting because the whole marketing ploy is GMOs are going to feed the world and then also save the planet. Mm -hmm. But in reality, they're poisoning the planet with all of this toxicity. And then what happens is when a person consumes these gene edited foods, then it starts to poison their body because of the pesticides and heavy metals. And they work like an antenna. A lot of them contain a lot of iron and yeah. iron blocks up the body and blocks up the pathways of the body. So when a person's consuming all of this, it starts to mess with the brain, it messes with the gut lining, messes with the skin, it messes with their energy, their hormones. You know, glyphosate was originally patented as an antibiotic when it was first created, you know, which means anti-life. So, you know, when you get into the work of glyphosate, you sit there and see there's millions of lawsuits on this. Yeah. You, know, you can see the, the lawsuits that have been done. And a lot of them also get hushed under the rug. You know, because they don't want to put out too much so that people get into a state like, oh, I don't want to eat this. And it was interesting because when I was researching all of this, the last study done on organic to show the difference between organic and conventional was done in 1992. And that was the last one. It showed that organic foods yield 100 times more minerals than conventional foods sprayed with pesticides. So when it comes to healing the body, we're usually suffering from lack of nutrients or a mineral deficiency. So if we're not getting minerals from the food and we're buying all this food and it's not providing us minerals, then it's almost like you're just buying nothing, you know, because it's not it's not helping to heal. But if we go over here to the organic side where we're getting 100 times more minerals and we're not getting the pesticides and the sprays and all that, we can begin to heal. And what I started to realize is, is, you know, we, they've worked in different types of ways to either mess with our mind or our bodies. And with the food system, everybody has to eat. So yeah. a lot of these chemicals and a lot of these things that they put into the food supply, it's because it's going to come into your home. You go to the grocery store, you pick it up, you bring it into your home, you know, and that's why I'm very adamant about people growing their own food. So you know where it comes from and there's a higher energetic principle to that food. But the whole GMO thing, it just, you trace it back to DDT is good for me and mm -hmm. Agent Orange. And people can look into that. And it's just topics to look into of just things that don't make a lot of sense. If we want a healthy planet, we can't poison ourselves at the same time. Completely. And it's so linked in. I mean, I'm a, I was sort of working with the detox project sort of 10, 15 years ago, who were some of the first people that were measuring the levels of glyphosate in humans, but also in animals. And typically animals have got up to 10 times more, even an animal living in the same environment. So if I measure my dogs, they're likely to have 10 times more glyphosate and other environmental contaminants in the humans. So it's so far reaching this, but also was killing off all the soil. And I'm so pleased you mentioned you're growing your own because uh, through Jim Gale and his project, Food Forest Abundance, we're just uh, nearly at the end of having our design done for our plot of land. And we're starting really planting that all up in the spring. But that's another thing, isn't it, Matt? They've made people, my grandparents all grew their own vegetables. You know, it was it was normal back then that you substituted and you grew a lot of your own feed. And even in the UK, where we don't have the weather that you've got, it's amazing how much you can grow. 
Um, but people have been led to feel, one, that it's not important. So people will rather go and, you know, spend their weekend on a golf course, which is highly sprayed with pesticides, by the way, one of the worst of the lot, rather than working in their own garden and getting that family environment back. It, it all links into this brainwashing, doesn't it? Well, and like you said, you know, the convenience. You have mm. the grocery store. You just walk in and the food is always there. That's why there's no revolutions because the food's never yeah. gone. You know, but with the whole situation, yes, the convenience and the problem with the grocery store, what most people don't realize is that the lights above, if they're fluorescent or LED, they impact the nutritional, uh, the nutritional, the, the nutrients of the food. And then also, too, you don't know how far it's been traveling. The longer it's been traveling or the longer it's been off the vine, the less minerals it starts to have. So if that thing's been sitting in the grocery store for two, three weeks or four weeks, whatever it may be it now is pretty much almost lifeless. You know, so when you go to eat it, there's not many minerals coming into the body versus if you're growing your own food, like you mentioned, you're directly connected to nature, you're touching nature, which is very healing, you know, barefoot grounding and all of that has been shown to be very healing. And now you're also connected with your plants, you're exchanging this beautiful energy. And that's why, like you were saying, your grandma was probably very healthy and lived to an old age because she's she very connected. 92, to, completely yeah. independently, never had a car, walked miles even at 92. Um, yep. in, absolutely incredible. And, and you know, you get your hands in the dirt and when you've got real dirt, not chemically altered dirt that's killed off all the microbiome in the dirt, you're you're building your microbiome as you do. I, I don't show my hands to anyone because these are horsey gardener's hands but you know at least there's a lot of microbiome living on there I can tell you um it's so exciting isn't it that these discussions are coming back one of the things I think has been the best um things over the last few years where everyone started talking about these issues and even the censorship that both of I you and I have faced so much of it makes people think now doesn't it about well, why why can't we have these conversations well, and yesterday my video was removed off of YouTube for talking about topics like this, of just how to be healthy and addressing the root cause. I was talked that about the that. one, the five yeah. causes? I watched yeah. that. Oh, that's <laughs> disgusting. Because I listened yeah. to that really closely. Yeah. And what was their excuse for taking that off? So they, they said it's putting people in harm's way if they listen to this video. And that was pretty much the only thing. And they just took it down. And, yeah. and that's the thing is, you know, when I've started to realize that certain things obviously cause health ailments like cell phone towers, you know, cellular phones, GMOs, pesticides, toxins, you know, this has all been shown. This is all on. And what's funny is it's all on PubMed, too. Exactly. You can, on, you can go on PubMed and see that like poison causes illness, you know, like simple things that are all there. So I'm not saying anything that's like completely out of there or out of the, you know, out of the ballpark. But, you know, that's the thing people have to realize that they are really trying to block the information for, yeah. uh, for us being healthy so that they can continue to make money. And same thing with the grocery stores. You know, they want us to buy grocery store food or these things because then they can put all these weird things on it and then we eat them. But if we take back our independence, which I'm all about and growing our own food and even the electroculture and everything that I've talked about to help, you know, really create the abundance we need, then we can be very healthy. And it's also very hard to control very healthy people. You know, but when people are sick and they, they have an illness and whatever else, they're easily controllable. So, you know, with all this information and censoring, the wonderful part is, is people are seeing through it now and yeah. going, if this is blocked, I want to learn about it. Because now they're starting to see that everything that you're usually told, it's to do the opposite. That's what we should do. 
you know, so it's kind of, this is kind of like a big thing. And I think it'll only accelerate and other platforms like rumble and other things have been growing tremendously because they're not censoring people just talking about eating healthy, you know, just crazy things like I'm going to eat an organic orange and they just go, this is false and misleading information. Information. You know? Like silly. It, it just beggars belief. I mean, I had a story. I, I, when I was about 40, I, I had um, really bad hip problems and it was only really affecting me when I was riding one of my horses. Um, but anyway, the doctors at the age of 40 wants to give me a double hip replacement. Wow. And I was like, absolutely no way. You know, one, I've got a couple of small kids. I've got all my rescue animals. I work full time on that. But secondly, I, you know, and I can remember sitting there saying to the doctor, you're not even going to ask me about my diet. You know why? I look fairly healthy, the rest of me. Why I've got this. Oh, it's just genetic, just genetic. So anyway, I went away, Matt. I thought at that time, like a lot of us do, I thought I was fairly healthy, but obviously my body was telling me otherwise. And that's when I really big time got into alkalizing superfoods, really into that. And with, I kid you not, within six weeks of just doing a lot of really clean juicing and just introducing, not, not even really drastic. I didn't cut anything particularly out of my diet. I just added a lot of good stuff in completely gone my hip pain never come back unbelievable and I, it was a real wake-up call for me because we our bodies are always giving us clues aren't they and we ignore them and so many times we can fall for that argument that it's genetic um that you know this is what happens when you age etc but there's so much healing potential in our bodies if only we give it the right input and start listening to it properly I just wanted to say that today's episode is sponsored by ASEA redox signaling molecules. Now, it comes in two forms, the liquid and the gel, plus there's a huge other product range for us. Um, but why did I start taking ASEA and why is it now an integral part of something that my whole family, both four-legged and two-legged, take every single day? Plus also something that all the clients I work with, again, four-legged and two-legged, it's number one on my priority list. Well, part of what I do, what I'm passionate about, is understanding the challenges that are affecting each and every one of us in today's modern living. Um, the more you know, the more sometimes you wish you didn't know, but the pollution in the air, in the water, in the food, um, the control of our minds, the propaganda. But one of the things that we can do is take back responsibility for our own health. Now, every single cell of our body, whether we're an animal, whether we're one of the dogs in the backgrounds or one of my plants, contain these redox signaling molecules. And cellular health and cellular communication is absolutely key, whether you want to get your body back in balance, whether you want to reverse the aging process, whether you want to address any particular challenges that you've got physically, emotionally, it all starts with healthy cells. If your liver cells are healthy, your liver's healthy. If your brain cells are healthy, your brain's healthy. But just like a mobile phone, most of us have got mobile phones that we, we use on a routine basis now. But that mobile phone, regardless of whether you've got the latest model, is completely useless without a signal. So what does this technology do? Um, the the gel is something that you can apply topically over particular areas of concern, whether you want your skin to look better, whether you've got cellulite, whether you've got an area that's causing you a challenge. 
the liquid is something you drink each and every day to top up what should be in your cells anyway. But when our bodies are stressed, diseased, challenged, or as we age, we make less of them. So personally, I wouldn't be without a tip. My sleep's better. My energy levels are better. My mood's better. My mobility's better. If you want to find out more, the details are below. But I'm so grateful that this came into my life and I'm so grateful I can share it with others. I hope you love it as much as I do. Let me know. Well, I like how you said that too, because the genetic thing is pushed very heavily. Yeah. But the other interesting part that's not talked about is that family lineage over time usually eats the same food. So if you have toxins in the food supply at the beginning, you know, when you were grandma and grandpa's, and then they fed the, the food to the next generation and the next generation and the grandkids, the same poisons have been put into all of those generations, which result in the same illnesses. So then instead of saying it's genetic, as we've been told, in reality, there's just poisons in the terrain and it's through you know, through everybody getting together on a holiday, eating the same food and then eating the same diets and then resulting in the same thing. And I think that's a part that they always leave out, you know, because even in, in my family, they were all with diabetes, diabetes, and people yeah. have blood sugar issues and things like that. Well, radio frequencies have been shown to impact the blood sugar. What's been rolled out in a long period of time? A lot of these things. So if you look at it, you could say one is either, you know, they, they're genetic or they're in tune too. That's the other part I feel that's always missing in tune to the frequencies, similar to when people say I could predict the weather tomorrow, it's going to rain. And that's the same exact thing. And I feel like these are, it's always like a switch, you know, and I think you said it perfectly, and you can fix everything. There was a great documentary, fat, sick and nearly half dead, where the man just juiced fast. That's all he did for 60 days. And he healed every ailment and got off every single thing that he was given from the professionals. And he just drank juice. He actually drove all around the country giving people juice because he learned how beneficial it is. So we are self-regenerating beings. But if we poison this beautifully crystal structure that we are, then we result in all the X, Y, Z ailments that are all coming from that. I love it. And um, one of the people I started with is David Sandville, and he's really good. Uh, he's amazing. He wrote the Green Food Bible. And his favorite saying was, it's not that diabetes runs in your family, it's that no one runs in your family. <laughs> and it makes no. me laugh. They don't yeah. exercise. But also, you've only got to look at the different cultures around the world to see, you know, what someone in the UK might say is a healthy breakfast. If you gave that to someone in Finland, they'd be horrified. So, you know, what we grow up to accept culturally in terms of the way that we eat is very, very different across the world. And I've been really enjoying studying the blue zones where, you know, the, the areas of the world where people live the longest. And it's really fascinating because I heard you talk about in your video, I uh, well, I think it was one of your other videos, about obviously there is no one diet suits all and it depends on where you live. Obviously getting back to eating locally, seasonally, what's available rather than flying stuff all across the world. But one of the things mattered about the blue zones was that people did grow their own food. They ate local produce. And the, one of the other contributing factors was how steep a hill they lived on. So a lot of their villages, because they had to do exercise every day um, as part of their daily activity, not going to the gym. And as I've heard you talk about these false fluorescent chemically filled environments, you know, get out there and do what our bodies are really designed to do. Yes, 100%. And, and that's the thing, you know, you, you, it goes back to that convenience thing, too. 
You just walk right in the store and the food's there. You don't yeah. have to even pick it. You don't have to even like, you know, oranges. You don't even have to try to get up there and grab them. They're already there for you, you know, and they've already been picked. And like you said, yes, the mountains play a big role too. You have a lot more oxygen. You also have a lot more UV. You have the yeah. highest UVs are at the tops of the mountains. So people exposed to the most amount of UVs were very, very healthy. People not exposed to a lot of UVs have been shown to not, not be as healthy, which is completely the opposite of what we've been told, that the UVs are dangerous and all the other stuff and blah, blah, blah. But yeah, we're, we're meant to be active and we're meant to be connected. And then, yes, we're meant to also be in nature. And for example, you know, go run up a mountain and you'll see how much your heart goes. You'll see how, how difficult it is. Versus if we're in a synthetic environment, like the gym world or whatever it may be, a lot of these things now have all these fake lights and Wi-Fi and, and scented stuff all over the place. You know, that's not conducive to long-term health, you know? So we have to think about these things. Like nature is always here waiting for us to be connected and to, to touch it and be connected. And the more we're connected to that, the more we begin to heal. And I know by you, there's a lot of sacred gardens you yeah. look at the royals and they have sacred gardens. They have gardens that are absolutely massive that you can walk all around, that they walk around. Mm. So if you think about it, they're very connected to the nature that we're supposed to be, but we're doing the opposite. And that's why we have to connect back. Yeah, and those of us that have got animals in our lives, you've only got to see that the animals can smell. Their, their sense of smell is way more dominant than ours. And they can smell which are the good puddles to drink from. They can smell, you know, which plant. If it, I, you take my horses out grazing, they know exactly which patch of grass, which might look the same to me, but completely different to them. So one of the other things that I know both you and I are equally passionate about, and I love hearing you talk about it, water. So I've got my lovely flasker structure of water here and my lovely zest filter. Talk us to what have you learned? What are the key things that you'd like to share with people that you've learned about water over the last few years? So water, you know, your, your whole body is water. You're 80 to 90% water. So you anything you put into your body or on your body will absorb like a sponge. So for example, even any of the jewels that you wear, you know, anything that has a crystal or anything that's gold, anything that's silver, you know, the water in your body will take on that structure or that frequency or that fractal. So anything that you're wearing at any time, any type of rings or necklaces or anklets, any of those things, they're all impacting the, the water structure of your body. And then also, too, depending on what we drink out of. You know, I do a lot of drinking out of copper cups. I do some stuff out of brass, clay, stones, glass, all different things. Because water, anytime it enters something, such as a cup, it will take on the structure and it will take on the properties of that. Copper has electrical conductivity to it, so it helps boost electrical conductivity of water which is what we are. That's why they shock people back to life because we are electrical beings. But if you think back in the day, everybody used to have copper pipes and yeah. that was very popular. You we've know, still that, got copper pipes. Our house is so old, we've still got copper pipes. That's amazing. So yeah. with the copper pipes, people had copper pipes. People also had lead pipes yeah. too as well, which also same thing. So, you know, you get into all of this and you start to see that everything's became plastic, you know, DuPont and a lot of iron and all this other things. But the thing is, is we need more for electrical conductivity. And that's why you'll look at like a lot of these cathedrals, they have brass areas in which they would hold their water. Brass is zinc and copper, which creates a battery. So if a person goes to drink that, they're restoring the battery in their body. So water plays a very big role. And depending on the, you know, the water that we're drinking, it also depends on the structure of the body. Now, the most fascinating thing I've learned with water is that when you walk into a cathedral, and you see stained glass windows on the cathedral, 
the water in your body will actually turn to the exact shapes that you're seeing up on the stained glass windows of the cathedrals because yeah. of the vibrations which are pulsing through the frequency of the materials that of the building. So, and this was shown, this guy actually did it with a microscope and, and sounds and all these cool things, but water is remarkable because it carries data, it carries information, and it also helps to uh, structure things like our bodies. Mm. And if we put a lot of toxins like fluoride, which is a neurotoxin derived from phosphate fertilizer, chlorine, or, you know, runoffs of pesticides and all that stuff into our body, then we're just going to mess up our body because our, our, the water is taking it on like a sponge. But it's just very fascinating when you get into it, because even color spectrum plays a role in water, too. You know, you think of all the stained glass windows, they had all these beautiful different colors. If that reflection comes down through onto the water, then that imprints a color like a rainbow or a prism onto that water. So you see that a lot of the center points of some of these cathedrals used to have areas where the stained glass windows would all meet and there was water or, or a fountain in the center so that it would take on those color properties. So there, there's so much when it comes to it, and it's usually all called woo-woo and, and pseudoscience and whatever else, because those are the terms to make us disconnected from these beautiful things in which, like you said, people have known about for a long period of time. It was only until World War One and World War II that a lot of this information was forgotten. Yeah, or, or deliberately suppressed, whichever yes. way, whatever what, what we can get away with saying on here as well. I love it. And what I love, Matt, is every time I listen to you, I love your enthusiasm. And this is one of the things I just want people to, you know, sometimes it can seem overwhelming. You hear someone like you talk where you've got so much knowledge you've accumulated, probably because of your pearl power and dragon's blood. We'll come on to that in a bit. But, you know, you're retaining it all. But the thing is, is everyone can start somewhere. And even if you can't necessarily explain it, you can people can really start to tune back into their body again and see how it feels. And again, when I have my new water filter in this lovely company, they use clinoctilolite, they're brilliant. And I do something called self-medication. It's called zoopharmacognosy, animal self-medicating. And I always test it out because I've got so many different animals. And my horses just went straight to the bucket, even though unfortunately they were still in plastic buckets. They went straight to the bucket that had got the new filter water in straight away. They could just pick up the vibration of it. And I love your enthusiasm for learning. So for people who are listening and thinking, oh, my goodness, this is all a lot. I don't know all of this. What would your advice be to not get overwhelmed? So start slow, you know, work things out one things at a time. You know, there's five things that people can do, which are just very simple. One is switching from conventional foods to all organic. You can do yeah. that one step at a time. Do little things so that you can see how you feel. Next, you can do filtering and structuring your water. You know, even if you got, for example, a copper cup or something like that, just so that you can help bring back that water. Next, you can turn off the Wi-Fi and hardwire your devices so that you're not pinging frequencies all the time. Yeah. Next, you can move towards wearing natural materials like linen, which do not gather static or wool or cashmere or hemp, because that's what our water of our body is supposed to be wearing and then last but not least it's just barefoot grounding you know and just just try the five you know just start with one at a time and just kind of do one thing a little bit at a time and see how you feel because the magic is is once you start doing one you're like okay now i do the next one and everything else and then you start to go well this was so simple you know i wish i would have known this xyz ago you know x whatever years 
But that's the thing is I've started to realize that all this stuff is very simple. You know, yeah. it's just it's, it's been overly complicated with like 8000 terms that don't even mean anything. When in reality, I've learned our bodies are just craving energy, you know, and the right conductivity. And when we have the right conductivity and right energy, we heal. When we don't, we fall apart. It's so simple, you know. So with just doing those five, I guarantee you'll feel like a different person. I love it. Now, I am such a big fan of the barefoot, even though it's really cold at the moment doing it outside. But it makes such a difference. And that's something that every single person can do wherever they are. And again, one of my missions in my previous role is um, people have got horses to really consider getting their shoes taken off because animals need to ground as much as we do so again if you've got animals if it's uh uh you know you've got rabbits or guinea pigs or something make sure they can get on real earth and if they can't you bring nature to them if they can't get out of nature it's your job as their caregiver to bring nature to them so the things like this are so so simple um, you know, look at children, you know, most children love running around barefoot, normally naked, they don't feel the hot, they don't feel the cold. Um, and if we can go back to some of those things that we innately did when we were younger, we'd sort a lot of the problems out, wouldn't we? 100%. You know, I mean, and if you watch, like you said, children or animals, they mm -hmm. do everything correctly. You know, even the animals, like you said, they will lead you to the food, the water. Yeah. There was one document I read, remember, with Philip Callahan. He said, like, if you're ever hungry, just follow the birds. They'll yeah. show you exactly where the food is. You know, they'll, be, they'll find it for you. You know, so we just have to go back to connecting to that. And that's the other part. The more we connect to nature and the more we disconnect from the constant, you know, notifications and pinging of nonsense to lower our frequencies, you know, the better off we'll be overall as a society. Because, you know, a lot of these things, they want us, you know, consuming all this nonsense and keeping us distracted with all these terms. But in reality, everything's very simple. If you look at nature, everything is very simple. So we have to go back to that and then connect to that, you know, the, the inner child or even the animals. And we're meant to be with all of this. I mean, that's the same thing. I sit here and feed chipmunks like every single day. They're, they're horrible, you know, and they just come around. Now they're all coming around. They're like packs of them and everything. But you know, it's just that we're meant to be connected to everything around us. And also, everything around us needs help, too, including yeah. the animals. You know, even these birds that are out here, they also need assistance. It's not just us. And, you know, that's the ego. But we need to take care of our plants, the animals, and everything that's around us. And it's just, you know, we, we have to take action on these things. Yeah, I love it. And taking action is really, really key. And I love that you said just start somewhere with things. So... One of the things I want to ask you about is on a personal level, with the journey you've been on over the last few years, what do you think you've learned most about yourself, Matt? Well, I've learned that, I mean, I guess I would say how much my personality has changed in such a you know short amount of time and just how many things can change and how we can do so much. I mean, it's kind of like this. When I first started talking about electroculture, and all the little videos and whatever else I put out there, people started trying it. And it's pretty much kind of just going absolutely crazy. I've had so many people send me messages of giant beets and tomatoes yeah. and oranges and all kinds of things. And it really made me realize that just doing one thing, which was just creating one video and putting it out there and just talking about it can help change so many people. And it really just blew my mind that how much we could be helping all one another with using these platforms. That's what this is pretty much, you know, in my opinion, what it should be used for. We can be educating, people can be talking, people can be talking about their skills, talents, anything. 
and all these beautiful things. But I guess in the short amount of time, it's just shown me that, you know, every it just it, it gets like endless the amount of things we can learn the amount of information that's out there the amount of things we can dabble into you know and we're put into such a box you know even when i had my health ailments i was put in such a box that it made me depressed and it made me you know not feel good and not feel myself when in reality it's like i just fix it fix it like this there's so much information out there you just have to take the initiative so I think overall, it just showed me in a short amount of time, I would say like the last like eight to 10 years, that just it's just a total flip. And we can all be doing that. It just takes the initiative, like you said, to get to that point. And then just one thing at a time. And one thing leads to another. And it's just it's it's beautiful because I've realized is we need to have our health because our health is our wealth. If we don't take care of our health, we can't help other people. We can't help each other. You know, and we it also impacts your house. You know, if you're not feeling well, it impacts you, your, your, let's say your husband, your wife, your kids, your animals, mm-hmm. you know, it's all a full circle. And, you know, the one thing that we all own is our health and we can take full charge with that. So I guess that kind of in the last eight to 10 years, it's really taught me that. Yeah, it's fascinating. I've got a family member who's been ill and has been under hospital care recently and it's been a real shock to the system because I've sort of created this sort of like little oasis where I'm out in the middle of the woods surrounded by animals my lifestyle is out and about most of the day and then when I had to step into normie land and be in this it was so shocking to see I can really see how people when they're caught in that cycle get really dragged down into fear mode but because that's how the medical professionals and a lot of them are actually really really well-meaning it's how they've been taught and what their current belief systems are so even on the alternative media map there's still we know that ai the algorithms you know people are controlling what's in people's feeds all the time i mean the amount of times i get people sort of saying to me oh i didn't think you were still doing videos i haven't seen you for a couple of years you're like been doing for a week you know so we're every single one of us is still having however much we try and remove it still having sort of some level of control over the information we've got how are you handling that yourself and dealing with that and what advice have you got for others so first the first thing like you said is you know they're working on the people if they're harmed you know or whatever if they're having an illness and they're just barraging them with, you know, the toxins and we'll fix you and everything else. And that's also, I feel, to keep people, you know, in a certain state so that they don't find the alternative. You know, if they keep calling you every day and say, we got to get you in and we got to get you scheduled, then you don't have time to find an alternative, a natural way to do it. So that's the first part I would say with the system. But the second part is I've been just putting my stuff everywhere. You know, I've been censored on so many platforms and whatever else that I just put it everywhere. I put it on every single platform because I hope that the information will get out there and I hope that it can help heal somebody. And I hope that it can provide somebody a solution because that's the other thing. When I was searching for my health ailments, there, you know, the information was like, just, it would just, it would just keep giving me the same thing and just the same stuff over and over again. So what I've learned is I've started putting myself on every platform and trying to be everywhere. And even if I'm censored or blocked or whatever it may be, I'll just create another account, keep going, because I think that the truth resonates more And that's why they try to block it so much. And we have to keep doing it because that's what they're trying to do. They're trying to remove the ability for you to know how to heal yourself for next to nothing. Because there's no profit in that. You know, there's not there's not trillions of dollars of profit in that, Mm -hmm. you know. So and that's the thing is it really taught me when I look at, you know, family ailments in my in my past of ailments that my family members had. 
they could have all been resolved, you know, and I watched family members go through some horrible things with the system and nobody needs to go through any of that. But because of the way that the system was created, there wasn't anything as an alternative. But now through social media, it makes me thankful that we have this so that the word can get out and people can see other ways of trying to heal. And because the system is so broken, you know, you go to somebody, they give you something, and then it gives you 80 other problems that you never even had in the first place. So now you're in this perpetual cycle that's never addressing just the root cause, which is probably you have to clean up your terrain. So with it all, I mean, it's really taught me that they're obviously trying to block as much as we can, but we have to stay persistent and keep putting out the information because you never know who it can help. I love it. And, you know, the thing is, it's like even a simple something so crucial like sorting out our gut health. When you're physically feeling imbalanced and strong, emotionally, you're feeling you're not as controllable you're not able to you're not going to submit to the fear in the same way so you know we've got an epidemic particularly in younger people of depression anxiety lack of hope etc I mean it's it's absolutely heart-wrenching to see but there's such a link isn't there between the physical and emotional health and and this is why I think you know if you're if they can keep you weak physically then it's very easily to control you emotionally Yes, because then you're never going to revolt. You know, you have no reason to because you've now been, you know, you've been poisoned and, and weakened over time. But if people are strong, you're not going to do anything to them. And then they're also not going to deal with you. Just like if people grow their own food, what are you going to tell them? You know, you have to take this food. They'd be like, why? I have my own. I have all my own water. I have all my own food and I have my own energy. What are you going to tell me now? You can try to tax me. You can't because I'm not buying anything from you. You know, so you, it, it really disrupts the system. And that's what we have to do, because if we look at, like you said, with your grandma, everybody used to grow everything. You know, people understood that you could yeah. grow all these things and we could do all that. And there's so much abundance. I'm, I, I'm here in the desert. There's food all over the place. You know, I mean, it's, it's it's all over. The thing is, is we just have to get connected into it. And, and then, you know, obviously be aware that they're trying to do a lot of stuff to impact us. But there's always solutions to it all. I love it. That's what I do. You know, every time I um, see the chemtrails over my house, I give them a because I know what the solutions are. So what I can use whilst they're doing that. So um, let's talk before we move on to some of your products. I want to really talk about the energetic connection. And I first found you through the electroculture stuff, which I absolutely love. And actually, in the good old days, we always used to put a bit of copper pipe in one of the horse's water bowls, and then they could choose which one they drank from, which was really interesting. You know, these old these old things that we used to do, there was a reason for it. We just didn't always know them. But energy, what are your thoughts on where we're at with energy and free energy and all the suppressed technologies there? So if we get into that one, you know, and talking about electroculture, this book always is a great one to talk about. It's the Manual of Free Energy, and it goes into talking about static fields and atmospheric energy. And that's what you're tapping into with electroculture. You're yeah. tapping static fields. You know, and if you think of all the cathedrals, they used to have these big, tall antennas on top of them. And all the palaces, they have those big, tall antennas on top of them. Those are all antennas to capture the ether. And it's interesting because the word ether was taken off of the periodic table in 1908. So people used to learn about ether before that. There was a great scientist who showed, he actually created the periodic table, and he showed that ether used to be on there. 1908, they removed all that. And that terminology went away, and then Einstein took its place. And then Einstein debunked ether and got rid of all of that. 
So that's how the whole thing has happened. And so since talking about this topic, there's all this beautiful atmospheric energy all around us, the ether, the chi, the prana, the life force, the organ. And as we tap into more of that, we increase our, you know, life energy. And that's, that's what it is. And with electroculture, that's what you're doing too. As you place your antennas all over your garden or in your home, you're actually amplifying your energy. That's mm -hmm. why you start to see more bees, more pollinators, more birds, more food, all these beautiful things start to happen. And when we get into this, all of this has been around. You know, in 1943, Nikola Tesla created a car that ran on the ether. Mm -hmm. It ran on the Earth's energy. It didn't use petroleum. It didn't use any oil. It actually just ran on the Earth's energy. And so that was suppressed because what most people don't know is the, there was a, it was called the 1951 Invention Secrecy Act, which actually followed eight years later that act would basically suppress any inventions which were deemed as a national threat or national security. And his inventions were part of those because they competed with the oil industries. So when you go into atmospheric energy, you can look up Herman Plawson, I think it's 1906. He was sending balloons up into the air and being, being able to light up his house and all the light bulbs and everything else. And then you have Nikola Tesla who was working on everything in the ground because the earth is constantly producing energy. That's why barefoot grounding is so healing because you're connecting your soul into the earth, which is allowing all of the energy to transfer up and down your cells. And this is why we get tired over time because we have too much static. All of these homes and these devices and clothes like polyester develop all that static charge on the body. And then that becomes detrimental to our health over time. So when you get into energy, it's just remarkable to think of how much all these buildings used to be made out of brass, out of gold, out of copper, you know, all these conductive materials. And you're sitting there thinking, well, why would you use all those unless you understood the energetic principle? Now we build out of plastics and woods and all kinds yeah. of whatever else, you know, so it's, it's cool when you get into this topic, but you have to go before 1920s. Because 1910, you have the educational system getting taken over. And all the books before 1920s, we'll talk about ether. They'll talk about terrestrial magnetism. They'll talk about the flow of energy from the planets and things like that. They'll talk about frequencies, fractals. But it's just a lot of that was removed. And then they started talking about something new and teaching us this whole new system. And it's interesting because everything used to be connected to magnetism and, and magnets and all of these things. And then they kind of got rid of all that, too. And it's fascinating because when you talk to like an electrician and you ask, how does electricity work? They don't know. Yeah. So, so how do we use the system that you don't know what it's doing? Who created it? Well, we don't know. Okay, well, then how are we using it? I don't know. You know, there's all these questions that don't make any sense. So it's very fascinating when you get into this, but everything is energy. You know, when you meet people, okay, like their, aura, their essence, you know, the animals, energy, all of this is energy. And it's all been shown when you date back into the old documents and books, but then through time over 1920s and 30s, it kind of started to get rid of that because they didn't want people tapping into the energy healing of the hands and energy healing of us because that also competes against, like I said, the profits of this system. Too right. It's so exciting. There's so much for us to rediscover and remember that's going to transform all our lives. It's really funny. I've always known I can levitate. I just haven't managed to do it. So next time we speak, I might be flying all over the room. <laughs> so I, like I know we can do it. I mean, it's one of my early, as a child, I always thought I could levitate. I just um, need to practice a bit more, I think. But 
again, it's very, very interesting when you look at, even when you look at sort of burrowing animals and dogs digging holes to get right down there and calm themselves down and things. There's so much clues everywhere we look. But people have got to get out and experiment and try things for themselves, haven't they? It's like the electroculture. That's why I loved it when you really brought that to the forefront again, because so many people are going out and experimenting. And then once you've got that wonder back in you again, you're going to try more things and get your confidence up. Well, and like you just said, too, we were also connected with dousing and dousing. Oh, rods. I you love know, it. I've, I've got dousing rods. Yeah. yeah, the oscillations and the spins of the water because of the yeah. vortex and veins underneath. They would pick up on that, but then they called that witchery and woo-woo. But what's funny is actually big oil, they actually hire dowsers to come find unlimited water for them. So it's not woo-woo for big oil, but it's woo-woo for us, you know? So it's just funny, but yes, all energy. And it's it's all there. We're just connecting into it. And same with the electroculture. You're just tapping into the energy that's always present. And you're creating these beautiful coils, which is then having a reflection onto the sun which is then beaming down on the plants and then increasing the electrical conductivity. Because a lot of times when you look at these plants, you see one side is kind of falling apart and the other side is completely full of life. This side has just lost its electrical conductivity and this one, it's still moving. And you're just reestablishing that and bringing that back. And it's most fascinating because you see a lot of these cathedrals, they would have an antenna up on top, they would run a copper wire down and it would be connected right into their sacred geometry garden right next door. So it's like you sit there and go, oh, they must have known for a long period of time about this topic because it dates back to the Royal Agriculture Society of 1835. So if they're doing it, why aren't we? You know, that's kind of how I see it. Yeah, completely. It's like the doctrine of signatures where you look in nature and about how, you know, a walnut looks like a brain and the walnuts are really good for the brain. It's absolutely fascinating. So what are you most excited about at the moment? So, you know, sort of this time next year, what do you hope we'll be sitting here talking about? Oh, man. Well, I guess if you ask that question, I mean, I'm reading a lot of books on Carl von Reichenbach and like magnetism and, and different things. Yeah. And I'm, I'm working on a bunch of different creations and some more superfoods as well to help heal people. But I guess, you know, I guess the one cool part about all of this is it leads to so many different rabbit holes of topics. And just kind of, you know, letting your mind kind of, you know, open up into different things. And the cool part is I think that's only going to accelerate humanity to also do the same. Because I have had so many people who are trying different ideas and different experiments and different things with even gardening and food or different superfoods. I've had people who started to regenerate their eyesight, you know, just remarkable things. So I only think the future of things are only going to continue to grow in that way. And I think by next year, I mean, it's just going to be continuing to just be a different world you know they're going to keep trying to keep blocking and the nonsense that they do but in reality the truth will also prevail and people will get fed up with all the nonsense and there also will be probably revolutions and things like that but i see it all in a positive light because our current systems are very broken and we can't keep doing the same thing and expect a different result and that's where i kind of started speaking in 2020 and 21 because i just couldn't do it anymore i just kept seeing the same stuff and we, we, we can't evolve the society if we keep just doing the exact same thing. So I think by next year, once again, we'll have more information out and it'll be just another, just keep opening, you know, opening more boxes and more things to learn about. I love it. And, you know, not staying in that, we know 
what's gone wrong or a lot of us do some people are still going through that journey and they need to go through that but the thing is once that penny drops for you then need to move on to the solutions and not stay back there energetically so i can't leave without telling you pick a couple of your favorites so you've got anyone watching this there will be a link below um to match shop it's absolutely fantastic i am so into superfoods natural products everything absolutely love them and will never stop learning about them so pick a couple of your favorites and tell us about them so the top four i would say or top three i could say first i would say number one would be shilajab shilajab oh, yeah. has been shown to pull you know full uh pull graphene out of the body because of the humic acid there's a great pubmed study where it says humic acid is the antidote to graphene and mm. humic acid is in shilajah. So that's a great one for pulling things out. It provides the body with 84 of 102 minerals, and it's also extracted to 75% fulvic acid. So it's great at just getting things out of the system because that's a big problem we have. You know, if people aren't doing enemas regularly or cleansing out the system, then they got a lot of toxic buildup, and then it sits in the gut, which then impacts the brain. So shilajah can actually work really well at balancing that out. Next, I would talk about lion's mane, great mm -hmm. one for regenerating the neural pathways and also improving the frontal cortex because Wi-Fi and all these frequencies impact the frontal cortex and lion's mane can come in there and help heal. It's also been shown to help heal the nerve pathways and also help with cognition issues. So if anybody's suffering with cognition issues, lion's mane is a really cool one to look into. And it's one of my favorites. I take it every single day just because of how in tune it keeps you with your, with your mind. And then next, I would talk about pearl powder, which is just an absolute remarkable one. We've had some crazy, beautiful stories of people regenerating their eyesight using pearl powder and going back to the eye professional and seeing that their numbers have gone down. But pearls, it's just crushed pearls from clams. And pearls have been around for a long period of time. And if you think of pearly whites and that whole, that whole slogan, that's because they used to put pearls in people's yeah. mouth to replace their teeth. So they're high in magnesium, they're high in uh, calcium, they're also high in selenium, and it's all in a carbonated form. So it's very easy to absorb for the body so that the body can heal like that. A lot of the times with all of our synthetic vitamins and supplements that are out there, the body can't absorb them because they're not in a food form. So pearl powder can actually work well for that. It's also great at improving restless leg syndrome. If a person is suffering from restless leg syndrome, you might be lacking magnesium or your central nervous system is firing too fast. Pearl can work wonders at that. And then last but not least, it's been shown to feed the eyes. There was a study done where a lady did a, a study with a bunch of her uh, clients and she had, they all had cataracts and they took Pearl for about two months straight. And they, she noticed that 70% of her clients, all the cataracts were healed and she was completely blown away. And that's just because Pearl contains structured water and minerals to help heal the eyes, because if you don't feed them and you don't use them, then you lose them, you know, so pearl powder can be wonderful for helping to heal the eyes. You can even take a little bit of castor oil and pearl and put it around the eyelids. Great one for the skin, great one for regenerating connective tissue, but has been used for 5,000 years. You know, it's, it's remarkable for the healing properties. And then last but not least would be dragon's blood. It comes yeah. from the ancient Draco tree. It has an antioxidant value of 3 million. Chaga mushroom is 50,000. Blueberries are 10,000. So, so dragon's blood is on a whole nother level. Hmm. If a person's suffering from skin issues, they can put dragon's blood right on there or they can consume the capsule. And what they'll start to notice is that skin will start to regenerate. Same if they're suffering from anything with gum issues because that's tissue too. They can use dragon's blood on that area and it can help regenerate the gums. 
but it's an ancient tree sap. Think mm. of turpentine and all the beautiful tree saps, maple syrup and things like that. You're just regenerating and bringing those beautiful in, um, nutrients back into the body through tree sap. But those would be my top four. If you're going to heal the body, you wanted to start slow, you know, one thing at a time, depending on what the person is having an issue with. But it's fascinating because when you look at superfoods, you could list a billion benefits, you know, if you go into it. But those are the primary ones that I usually talk about because they're the ones we've seen just absolutely remarkable results with. Yeah, I I couldn't agree more with all of them, and and humic and fulvic acid are just my absolute favourite. But you have to be really careful where it's sourced from. So get one yes. from that because you know with that that that's one of the troubles. As soon as something gets really popular or well known, there you get a lot of dodgy products out there. I could literally talk to you about this all night. It's absolutely fantastic. And I would encourage everyone, go and check out, obviously all Matt's links will be below. Check out his Instagram, check out what's left on his YouTube. Check out the website and the shop as an absolute must. And try some of these products for yourself because we are in different times now. You know, we all know some of the pressures that have been put on us from our air, from our food, from our water, from the stress, from the radiation. But rather than sitting there worrying about them, just remember nature's got all the solutions. We just need to know where to look. Any final words before we go? I like how you said that because nature counters everything. everything. You know, and I've realized that everything we even have, even all these frequencies and towers, those are all secondary. They're man-made. You know, yeah. nature is the ultimate above everything. And we really have to connect back to that. And nature will always provide a solution. That's what nature does all the time. If there's an imbalance... Like, let's say there's too much water, then the trees and the soil will do something so that it can balance everything out. So we have to take that same, you know, the same same way in order to heal and to keep ourselves at our highest potential. Absolutely love it. And and also not to lose hope, I think, as well, because sometimes when you look at the scale of the problems, it can seem overwhelming. But there's so many people like Zach Bush that have done so much work to show just how quickly once you stop putting the toxic inputs, the land will recover so, so quickly and clean itself up. So the land does it. Our bodies do it. We've just got to be a little bit better informed, start making some different choices and share them. Make sure that everyone shares what works for you. Pass it forward because people need to know. So thank you so, so much, Matt. Let's hope this one stays up. And I've enjoyed that so much. I really hope we can have you back again soon. Have a we'll definitely, day. We'll, we'll definitely do another one. And thank you for having me on. Brilliant. Thank you. Thanks everyone for watching. Let us know what you think and what you've tried. Bye. Thank you so much for taking the time to listen. And if you feel inspired, please do share with your friends and family. My goal is to inspire as many people as I can to live their best lives, to stay curious and to raise their consciousness and that of the collective. So to do this, I need to reach as many people as possible, and this needs your help. If you feel drawn, would you be willing to share your favourite episode with five different people? This helps us spread the word and also helps me encourage some exciting new guests to take part in this podcast. If you feel drawn to do that, I will be very, very grateful. All the links and discount codes where applicable for all the products that I support are on my two websites, katherineedwards.life and katherineedwardsacademy.com. All of the products are personally tried and tested by me 
my family and my clients. And finally, please do press the follow or subscribe button, depending which platform you're listening on. And above all, stay curious and stay free. Mm -hmm.